Hello everyone and welcome to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Allison Aletha. It is E3. We saw some Zelda, we saw some Metroid, we saw some Nintendo games. What a morning we had today, Allison. Oof. Yeah, uh, it's definitely been a roller coaster of a day, but I gotta say that with everything that we saw, like, it... it it just makes me super excited, super stoked for the months that are coming, for the next year that's coming, and gosh, it's just like, it's hard to put into words all the hype that, that today brought. Yes, and uh, this is this is our second kick at the can, uh, doing, doing some reactions here. Of course, we want to thank everyone that joined us this morning for our Twitch live stream reactions. That was over on uh, the Champions Cast Twitch account, where we gave away a, uh, a Champions Cast t-shirt to... Uh, Helios, uh, so go and uh, go and hit me up, Helios, to uh, to get your free swag there. But yeah, we want to thank everyone that joined us there. Uh, we had a few hiccups, but I think overall it went pretty good. But we're back, and we are doing this whole thing back in podcast form. And uh, we've got a we, God, we've got a lot of ground to cover here, Allison. So um, I think maybe what we should do is let's work backwards from the the direct and start start with the big cheese and then uh, we'll we'll talk about some of the other stuff things that we saw things that we did not see and uh like just give our thoughts i i feel like there i feel like there's so much like it's almost it's almost sensory overload like it, it's just like there's so much to talk about we're going to be talking about the events of today for the next couple weeks obviously i mean we got just so much on the plate here Let's start where the direct ended, though. Breath of the Wild 2 was finally shown. Finally, well, maybe I shouldn't say revealed, but it was finally shown. Um, your initial thoughts on the trailer, Allison? Um, well, my initial thoughts is that I was excited that it happened. I know I predicted that it wouldn't. And, um, you know, everybody's kind of being like, oh, you're so wrong. You're so negative. And... I wasn't trying to be negative. I was just trying to be realistic. It didn't mean that I didn't want it to happen, and I'm really, really glad that I was proven wrong. So let's just start with that. And then, obviously, um, I always love it when Nintendo does this thing where they're like, Let, we have this one last thing to show you, and you always know it's going to be a big deal. So when they said that, and I was like, yes, it's Zelda, it's Zelda, it's Zelda, and then we get to the Zelda part, they're talking about Age of Calamity, they're talking about Skyrim yeah. HD, and then they're talking about Breath of the Wild 2 for the last bit, and it was so good. Um, they show that trailer, it's uh, everything that I've wanted in the last two years. There's a lot that popped out at me. I definitely have to go back and uh, rewatch it several times um, before we start talking about it in depth, but it got me so hyped. I'm just like, I'm so satisfied. It's taken us two years to see any footage or hear any news on this game. And it came and it's glorious. Uh, you Amen to that, man. Um, and, and so just to give all of our listeners here a heads up, we're going to be back next week doing, let's call it a rewind theater of the trailer. We'll be breaking it down literally like moment by moment. Maybe we'll even take some questions here and, uh, and see what you guys have to say. But yeah, I, I mean, um, breath of the wild two was, was finally, it was finally revealed. I feel like, I feel like they were holding back a little bit. It, it wasn't quite mm -hmm. the trailer that I wanted. I was pretty sure we were going to get the subtitle, but we didn't. 
Um, and I thought that we might see, I, I can't even put into words what I thought that we might see. It was, it was different than what I thought we were going to see. This was like a gameplay trailer. And I thought that what we right. were going to get was like a story trailer. And obviously they didn't go that road. Um, but I mean, it, it looked, you know, fantastic. And the, the number one takeaway that I had from watching this trailer was Link's flow. His wind just fluttering in the hair the the dude looks like kurt russell in escape from new york he just looks he looks awesome uh it seems like his hair has gotten longer and uh and zelda's hair has gotten shorter actually one thing that i saw a friend of the show uh tony at low rule legend point out was that the link's long hair kind of matches that um that mural that they have in breath of the wild where like there's the hero yeah. with like the long red hair you notice that yeah, I've been seeing that on Twitter today because I hopped on Twitter for once in my life, and um, I did see that, and I was like, that is actually really cool, and I, I dig his hair. I just think it took me a second to realize. Um, at first, I was like, did he cut it or something? But I think he just whipped it out of that ponytail, and it's all free and flowing and L'Oreal commercial, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh... That was like the the number one visual cue for me that I noticed like <laughs> instantly like he, the link was falling in the sky but I was just like oh my god look at his hair uh so you, know, you gotta to be you honest, love it I'll I'll give you an honest like split second reaction I had I was like is that Zelda because she has short hair now and then yeah. as I looked at the physique a little bit more I was like no that's Link it just it it threw me off but it's awesome. Yeah, well, and, and they did that kind of transition shot. So the, the trailer started with uh, this red malice, and then Zelda was falling into uh, some kind of chasm uh, or, or void, if you will. And then they transitioned to a very, very Skyward Sword-esque shot of Link just, like, falling in the clouds. And, uh, you know, apparently the sky is going to be is going to be a real big place that we're going to be visiting in um, in Breath of the Wild 2. And so that's... You know what? That's pretty exciting. Um, adds it adds a new area to Hyrule while keeping it like in in the same kind of grounded area that we know. I if I were a betting man, Al, I would say that we also see like tunnels or like an underground system just because of the the castle and whatever that's there mm -hmm. as well. Um, but yeah, I mean that was pretty cool. The sky looked good. Uh, I saw somebody call it Skyrulean, and I thought that that was great. So uh, <laughs> yeah, that that was. Uh, that was pretty cool, um, and obviously, I think that uh, well, I, well, I'm gonna pat myself on the back here because uh, I did. I was batting about 0.5 for Zelda E3 predictions here. Uh, one of your Breath of the Wild two predictions from an episode that we did uh, way back when in the vault looks like it is going to be coming true. Yes, for sure. The Link's hand having some sort of you know, ability or abilities that are similar to the Sheikah Slate. Um, and from what we saw, we got to see his hand kind of glowing, wrapped up in that green, and and then we get to see some of the gameplay where he's using it, and mm -hmm. it's got some extra form of stasis that stops time all over the place and turns the screen gray, and there's, like, chains involved, and I didn't know what I was seeing, but it was awesome. Uh, and there was just there was a lot of stuff that was happening with just that arm. I like I said, we're gonna have to go back frame by frame to see exactly what it did. But I was super stoked 
Like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, yes, I predicted that. That's awesome, considering that basically none of my other predictions <laughs> turned out right for E3. So I was really excited about that for sure. Yeah, it it, it definitely looks like that's going to be like a big central mechanic in this game. Um, you know, Link's, Link's arm definitely has that green gooey stuff in it. I don't know what that's supposed to be, but it, it looks like it's going to give him some abilities. We saw him morph uh, and kind of shift through what looked like pride rock at one point in the, in the direct and, and let him pass through that object. So it, it, it looked almost like a reverse Rivali's gale in a way. Um, so that was very Ooh. cool. You know, that, that's kind of what I mean when, um, something I, I was, I, I was very satisfied with that trailer. I thought that it looked really great. There was just something I feel like that was missing. They were holding back, uh, obviously a lot on us there I was kind of thinking that we might see, like, the the hook of the game, if you will. Like, like what is this game's big premise? Or, like, what is the game's gimmick? And I feel like, potentially, the answer to that is... The gimmick is the, the powers that Link has in his arm. But, you know, obviously they're withholding that information. Um, and they, they let us know that this game comes out in 2022 as well. But... Uh, they did not say when. So I had predicted that we would uh, get a release date of March 2022. You know, just seeing the words uh, or, or the, you know, the date 2022 leads me to believe that this game is actually a little bit further away than than we might have thought. And that maybe it, it launches holiday 2022. Um, so and, and in that case, if you're kind of connecting all these dots, in that case, maybe Breath of the Wild 2 is the big E3 2022 game and that's where they reveal the subtitle that's where they reveal you know all the the gameplay mechanics um that's where they maybe get a little bit more in depth with the story because i feel like we definitely got you know we got a trailer but it it wasn't uh it wasn't uh, it wasn't very revealing let's just put it that way yeah, and I think that's a safe bet to make because um watching the rest of the E3 everything basically had a date or a set time like holidays 2021 uh later this year quote unquote um september whatever if it didn't have an exact date it had more of a general time frame whereas this just said 2022 and by the way you were right about that where uh when we were doing our predictions episode you said that nintendo specifically said in their announcement for their e3 schedule that they would be showing games mostly in 2021 and i'm pretty sure Breath of the Wild was the only thing that wasn't yeah. <laughs> 2021. Now, so that was right on the money with their their very deliberate wording. But yeah, I feel like that's a safe bet to make that it's going to be, you know, an E3 focus for 2022 and a later release uh, later that year. I, I feel like that's a good uh, prediction to make at this point. And you know what? I, I was going to do it later in the show, Al, but I'm just going to do it right now, baby. I'm going to put myself oh, over boy. here. You're going to throw up. Everyone listening is probably going to throw up. But I want to go through my list. I did I did pretty pretty good, I have to say. So prediction number one, show ends with new Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. Subtitles revealed releases in March 2022. I'll give myself a half point for that. About half of that was right. Uh, no Wind Waker, no Twilight Princess, no Ocarina of Time, no Majora's Mask. That's right. No Switch Pro is shown off. That was right. Age of Calamity DLC is announced and available that day. Nah, no, that wasn't right, but uh, uh, pretty, pretty close. Um, pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, new 3D Donkey Game is not shown. That was, uh, that was right. New Zelda 35th Amiibo is announced. 
That was not right, unfortunately. Um, new Metroid game announced releases in the fall. That was right. Nintendo makes Metroid Amiibo. That was right. Uh, no Metroid Prime 4. That was right. I, I think I did pretty well, actually, in my predictions here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give myself nice. a pat on the back. My arm actually hurts from doing that. I have to look at my list because I'm pretty sure I didn't get anything right <laughs> except for what we were guessing for Inside Breath of the Wild 2 itself. Uh, I said no Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. Obviously, that happened. Uh, Age of Calamity DLC releasing that day. That doesn't happen. More Skyward Sword footage. And I had a very specific stipulation of what they would show. They did technically have a little bit of Skyward Sword footage, mm -hmm. but like it showed us nothing new, so that was also wrong. Possible amiibo for Zelda, wrong. <laughs> My bonkers prediction of those four ports was wrong. Um, Switch Pro showcase, wrong. Zelda, <laughs> a Zelda themed switch wrong and my smash character Tom Nook was also wrong so I got oh boy. 0 for 8 I think this was <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not very good at this game and obviously I lost the bet with you about the Breath of the Wild 2 so oh I tell everybody playing, what that means I will be playing Super Metroid for the first time Woo! ever and Andy's gonna help me through it and it's gonna be on the Champions Cast Switch channel some point later this year Thank God that you were wrong, because I would have had to play Triforce Heroes if you were right, and that yeah. that that would have been that would have been worse than eating the Breath of the Wild cartridge and my hat, <laughs> like I promised to do. But yeah, you know, I I thought that the the Breath of the Wild two um, content was was good, but it, I, I don't know what it was. There was something where I was just like it, you know, kind of. Coming down a little bit after seeing the footage for the first time in forever, right. I was I was just kind of like, this. There's obviously so much more that is being held back, and I I just kind of want it, you know. I, I want it now. I want I want to stop calling this game Breath of the Wild Two for God's sakes, and I want to just at least have a premise of what the game is about, because I, you know, you still don't really know. Um, so yeah, I thought that that was cool. One thing that. Uh, that I thought was uh, neat, I guess, is maybe the word, is the Zelda Game & Watch. And um, this this looks like a cool collector's item and was really the only the only thing that was part of the Zelda 35th anniversary, um, which is strange to me because, God, Nintendo just made such a big deal about the Mario 35th that I, I thought that we might get something, if not just more Amiibo, um, but nothing really. We, we got this Zelda Game & Watch, which, I mean, to be fair, looks very, very cool. It has Zelda 1 and 2 and Link's Awakening on it. And it comes with, uh, I don't know what that fourth game is supposed to be, actually. The, the dude is doing something weird with his hands. He's, he's working out or something. But it's got, it's got the three Zelda games and that extra Game & Watch game on it. Looks like a very cool collector's edition uh, item. I don't know that I would ever use it to play any of those games. But, uh... Yeah, I, I mean, it was it was neat. Yeah, I would agree with uh, I would agree with that. It's like it's like a cool thing that I might want to get because I like to collect Zelda stuff, and it seems like an awesome little piece to have in your collection. But you know, as far as Zelda thirty fifth goes, it's pretty lackluster, and it's uh, showcasing. It makes sense that it would showcase you know the first two games and Link's Awakening thrown in there is fine. Um, because, you know, that's the legacy of The Legend of Zelda is those, the, especially that first game, the first two games. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. But 
you know, everybody was, like, assuming there would be ports or collector, like, collections of different games for the Switch. Um, you know, you were predicting that thing about Four Swords being online, um, which obviously was a long shot, but it would have been cool as a 35th anniversary gift. And I know they said um, that they don't have any plans for anything that hasn't been announced at this point for Zelda game, Zelda Wise this year. And yeah, is that a little disappointing? It is. But at the same time, I kind of feel like they have their hands in so many uh, so many Zelda projects right now, you know, Age of Clan DLC, Skyward Sword HD, which I feel is a big undertaking when you're considering the motion controls, and um, Breath of the Wild 2. So I feel like I'm totally okay. I'm like I'm like a little bit disappointed, but I'm totally fine with wh what we have coming. You know what I mean? And maybe maybe they don't want to follow up Mario 35th with the Zelda 35th. Maybe they need to do a Zelda 40th and make it a big deal. Yeah, I mean maybe. Um, I it, it, you know I felt that the Game of Watch was actually pretty cool. I'm I'm glad that we saw it. I don't know. I think I was hoping for like something bonkers, like a Zelda. I don't know, like a Zelda fur coat or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or just like fur some, <laughs> you know, remember how Mario had like the cool Lego and, and like the, uh, the NES TV thing or whatever. I thought that that might be kind of oh. cool for Zelda, but, um, the game of watch is neat, but yeah, you, you touched on something, uh, that I think a lot of people were, were talking about. Um, it's funny. You see a lot of people that are like quote unquote insiders or leakers and all of them basically guaranteed Twilight Princess or Wind Waker on the Switch, and uh, oh, yeah. it doesn't doesn't look like that's happening. Um, so yeah, that's you know, which is unfortunate. Um, but I mean, you know, that's uh, you can still accept you you know they're still pretty easily accessible on the Wii U. Um, I think it would have kind of. It would have been a little bit lame to release them on the Switch and then have them at full price. So I think maybe what we can hope for is like just a virtual console going forward. But yeah, those those do not appear to be on the horizon, uh, unfortunately, which uh, I know is disappointing to some people. But uh, whatever, man. I'm just happy we get Skyward Sword HD. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like, would I like those two games on the Switch? Yes, because then I wouldn't have to hook up my Wii U anymore. But, you know, I just played Sky or Wind Waker HD the other day on my Wii U. It's still a great game. It's still fun, and I still have that ability to do it. So I'm not pressed that they don't have it port. They're not porting it to the Switch today or this year or anytime soon, for that matter. Um, or that I didn't get my Bonkers Collector's Edition. That's totally fine, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about... Uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. So the new DLC was shown off for Age of Calamity, Pulse of the Ancients. And Al, uh, we talked about it last week. Uh, I, I'm not like, I wasn't like super stoked for this. Uh, you know what? We, it's going to come out. It's going to, it's going to be really good. I think that we all know that. Like it is what it is. Age of Calamity is, is a great game. And uh, the characters that they had shown off in the, uh, in the teaser for it were Robbie and Pura. And it's just kind of like, yeah, you know those, those are those are okay characters i'm sure that they would control and play fine enough you could use a bunch of ancient armor ancient arrows guardian technology whatever um but they weren't like they weren't like super exciting to me uh so i wasn't i don't know if i had a lot of expectation for for you know this first wave of dlc but i do have to say i was pleasantly surprised uh zelda rolling in on that master cycle plus i absolutely 
Loved that. I thought that that was great. And I think that we called that a couple weeks ago too and what we wanted to see for the DLC. So I loved seeing that pop up in the uh, in the trailer. Yeah, that was such a cool moment because like everything else that they were showing was going by really fast. Um, at least in my opinion, I um, like I've said before, I was at work while we we were watching the direct, so I was like pretend I I was trying to look like I was working while I was mostly watching this, and like every time I looked away, something new was happening, and you've got like a guardian that seems playable, um, as a playable character, which is super awesome. You've got this new weapon type for Link that just looks bonkers. It's got like it's like a guardian's arms and he's like swinging it around like nunchucks or something and then you have that moment where you hear the master cycle you see the front end of it and then the camera like glides back and you see zelda's foot you're not expecting zelda's foot you're expecting Link's foot or at least in my case that's what i was expecting but seeing her like ride in on that thing was so cool like so epic it just like solidifies how much i've grown to like Zelda as a character in Breath of the Wild and she just looks totally BA and I'm pretty sure that it that it's her weapon like she that's a new weapon type for her yeah it's uh, it's specifically for Zelda uh it looks like which makes sense because Zelda has all of the like her moveset is based around the Sheikah Slate uh so heavily um so that weapon for Link is little like uh guardian nunchucks looks super awesome apparently it is called the flail uh, so not, not really a BA name for a BA weapon, but they, they got the flail in there. So that's pretty cool. That looked like a lot of fun actually. And, uh, you know, it, it looked, the animations and stuff looked, um, like very impressive to me. Um, so with the, uh, one of the biggest things I think that, uh, that came of the trailer is, you know, we, I was kind of talking about how, like, how kind of underwhelming it was having, um, you know, Pura and Robbie as your playable characters. Well, how about this? The battle-tested Guardian is a new playable character. You're going to be able to fight as this big mofo Guardian. And when I when I saw this, I was just like, am I seeing this right? It looks like you can con control where that Guardian goes. And I kind of had to do like a double take after it was done. But lo and behold, you can play as a Guardian in here, which, uh, which I think is absolutely fantastic i guess you've got terico but i mean this looks like it's gonna be something completely different yeah terico is like a little fast uh crazy moving dude and he's got these cute little moves and he's bit bopping around making his little boopy noises and then you got this big intimidating giant guardian that um i mean i don't know about anybody else but at, by the time i 100 percented age of calamity i was so sick of fighting guardians <laughs> But now you could play as one, and that seems pretty cool. Like, that seems awesome to be able to uh, control its moveset. I'm super curious to see what it actually does as a, as a playable fight, fighting character. So that's exciting. And, um, yeah, I'm eager to see anything else that, that comes from this. Because I, like, I feel like they didn't show us everything that's in it. Or, or maybe I missed some of it because it just went by so quickly. Uh, yeah, and, and you know what? I feel like, um, like, I feel like half of me was just like one eye was on the age of calamity DLC while the other eye was kind of just like, all right, all right. Like, I, I, I think I know what we're getting here. Like, give me, give me breath of the wild too. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I think that my expectations were low for this, but what we saw actually looked 
more engaging and more fun than than what I thought that it would. And you know, a lot of other characters were doing lots of different and other cool stuff. There are a lot of shots of like Impa and Urbosa doing some some cool stuff there. So um, hopefully, this is enough to kind of hold us over until you know until we actually get some like next Breath of the Wild information. Um, these cutscenes and new character moments from Age of Calamity are are gonna gonna have to do. But uh, yeah, you know, I thought that it was. Uh, I thought that it was pretty good. Yeah, and we definitely have more to look forward to with it because, yes. you know, this is just the first wave. So there's there's more to expect in November, which usually in, the, uh, you know, considering Breath of the Wild and its DLCs, it definitely felt like the second wave was the best wave. Oh, so yeah. I feel like if, if you're underwhelmed by what you saw in the in the DLC for that's coming out on Friday... Um, you know, it's it. You still have more to look forward to, and I, just thinking about it now, because my map says I hundred percented it. I wonder when the the DLC is downloaded, what it's gonna do. If it like takes it back a few percents, or if it's a separate area or something. I don't know. I'm kind of curious how that's gonna work. Uh, I don't know, but you're you're not gonna have to wait long to find out because it comes out on Friday. The 18th. It did not shadow drop today, which seemed like uh, seemed like something that That's was definitely so going to happen. Yeah, like so when they were when they were showing all the parts that were just like coming out later today, and then Age yeah. of Calamity wasn't a part of it. I was just like, oh god, uh, they're pulling a cadence of high rule on us. So I to me it just makes sense that like you would have this ready to go today, but. Uh, maybe, maybe there's a reason that it's not, but uh, it, I don't know. Maybe it's to give people that are on the fence a, a chance to go and buy it without crashing the servers. Maybe. Possibly. Oh, maybe I'm grasping at straws. I don't know. Maybe not break things so that they're free or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So last bit of Zelda news here. Not even news, actually. I can't even justify calling it that. Is uh, we got a little bit of information. I can't even say that, actually. We saw Skyward Sword HD. That's all I could say. It showed up. It, it came in. It was like, how you doing? And then it left. And it felt like that was kind of a wasted spot because we didn't learn anything that we hadn't already you know, previously known about Skyward Sword HD. And you know what? The, I mean, the game is a month away from release. It kind of is in the mode where like it sells itself now. Like it, you're, you've probably either made up your mind if you're going to buy it or if you're not going to buy it. But I was hoping that that we could see some of the things that we've been talking about on the show where like, um, maybe they could, maybe they could say like, you know what, for anyone still on the fence, here are some extra quality of life improvements or some extra accessibility options. Um, you know, namely the fast travel that we've been talking about, or like, you know, here's, here's an extra Island full of like mini games or, or something like that in the game. At, at this point, I feel like that could still happen. I feel like that could definitely still happen. And, and that's probably the type of information that could just, just be like, tweeted out randomly by nintendo on like a sunday yeah. but i feel like at this point maybe there's just not a lot left to to show for skyward sword and the game is going to be what it's going to be and uh you know if, if that's the case and the only form of fast travel that we do end up getting is locked behind the amiibo uh i i do have to chalk that up as as a as a big loss as a big missed opportunity and um you know, something that I think could have improved the game, but is, uh, you know, is being withheld for, for some reason. So I, I was a little bit disappointed that we didn't see uh, really anything of substance with Skyward Sword HD. I thought they might throw us a little teeny something or other. 
I thought so too. Like I was um, when they were, they kind of just showed what they've already shown in the past, which is mostly about the motion controls. Um, so I was just like, okay, well we've already seen this. I was kind of expecting, I don't know, like you said, some more quality of life changes that they could highlight or whatever. But you are right. They when they were promoting Age of Calamity, like every Tuesday, something new came out about it, like a tiny little video showing something new. Or some new footage or whatever and yes we have been getting footage but nothing like new it's been just hey check out the graphics of link falling off uh, the sky or off of skyloft or whatever you know flying around on the loft wing um nothing like substantial that uh that means much to anybody if they're like on the fence about buying the game uh, again or not at all you know what i mean so yeah. i was kind of looking forward to seeing something like that but there's still a possibility that they can uh, but maybe you're right. Maybe they just have shown everything that they can show. Maybe the biggest um, thing that they uh, fixed was the motion controls, and the rest is the rest, which right. isn't, like, a bad thing. It's a wonderful game. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know and, I mean? and that's no small undertaking either, fixing the motion controls. It's just... Uh, right, that's huge. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I'm not, like... I would like to see more quality of life changes. Um, I might be a little annoyed if they aren't there, but I'm still going to buy the game and I'm still going to love it. So, Yep. Um, all right. So Zelda obviously had a big day at the Nintendo Direct here. Breath of the Wild 2, Age of Calamity, Pulse of the Ancients, the Zelda Game & Watch, um, and some other uh, Zelda tidbits here and there. Is there anything that you want to discuss, uh, put a bow on for Legend of Zelda, before we move on and just talk about the rest of the Nintendo Direct? Um, not particularly. I just want to reiterate that we're going to go, you know, frame by frame for the trailer Breath of the Wild 2 on our next show. But also we'll be having some in-depth stuff for the Age of uh, Calamity DLC coming up in the next couple weeks. Absolutely. Um, and I just want to remind everybody that you can catch our next show, the very show that Allison is talking about, over on Twitch, uh, Champions Cast Twitch channel. You come hang out with us while we are breaking it down and watching the trailer. And, by God, come hang out with us on Sunday the 20th, 4 o'clock Spateri time, 3 o'clock Pacific uh, come hang out with us, and if you think you know your Zelda music, we are playing a game of Guess That Zelda Tune, and we're playing it with some of our friends over at Zelda Universe, but we're not the only ones playing it. You guys in the chat can also play it, and if you guess that tune before we do, you can accumulate points, and if you get points, you can win stuff. We are giving away some Champions Cast t-shirts, and uh, we got a couple autographed CDs from Taylor Davis. She, she just emailed them, or mailed them to me, rather, and they're awesome i i listened to one of them that she sent to me and it is fantastic so that is a must for anyone to have in the result of the collection uh, i just saw the first drafts of the champions cast t-shirts actually like 40 minutes ago and they look really sick so make sure that you are hanging out with us on the 20th at four o'clock spateri time this will not be uh this will not be released right away it is uh the only the only way to watch it only way to watch it live is to be there on the 20th 4 o'clock Spateri time, 3 o'clock uh, Pacific, and hang out with us. And it's going to be a great time. I'm really looking forward to that, Al. Me too. It's going to be a fun time. I like that game a lot, especially, I mean, especially because I struggle. <laughs> like, I, I uh, sometimes they don't click in my head what the song is, but I think that's what's going to make it fun, especially when the audience can join us and they can win some cool prizes. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. We, I mean, we got to beat those Zelda Universe guys, right? We can't let them 
We can't let them out-memory <laughs> us. Oh, and I thought it was everyone for themselves. Well, I, I mean, it, it is, but, like, you and I have to finish <laughs> one and two, right? Like... Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it, it, I mean, we have to. That's the only option. Um, all right, let's talk about the rest of the Nintendo Direct. There was a lot of stuff going on here. Allison, I think you know where I want to start, though. I Yeah, I was so, so hyped. Not because I'm a fan, but because I knew you are a fan. Oh, man. So about midway, maybe not even midway through the show, they, they announced... The game I have been waiting almost 19 years for, Metroid Dread. Metroid Dread is finally happening. It's real. Metroid 5 is, I, I mean, to put in context for everybody, Metroid 4, which is Metroid Fusion, came out in 2002. I was in, like, grade 9 when that game came out. In 2002. That is the last time that we had a, a new... 2D Metroid. I absolutely popped off in the chat. I was going absolutely wild. Um, I recorded an episode of the of the sister show to the Champions Cast, the Omega Metroid podcast, and that is coming out later tonight. So you guys can go and check that out if you want some in depth Metroid reaction. We got uh, Rod Lloyd on the show as well. But man, th- this game it looks awesome. Like Samus's suit looks awesome. Her visor looks awesome. The movement looks awesome. You got this creepy robot chasing you, and there's Amiibo coming out, and there's a special edition, and it's coming out in October. Are you kidding me? This was, I I hate to say it, this was the highlight of the show for me. I'm not gonna lie. Oh man, and I I know you said that earlier, and it still like blows my mind just because, like I said, we have we're part of two different fandoms. So for me. All the Zelda was the highlight, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, new Metroid for Metroid fans. That's awesome. Whereas you guys are all, like, having a party. And I understand because, you know, the first 2D game in 19 years, that's a long freaking – that's, like, that's a long freaking time. Um, and the fact that you guys are getting Amiibo, too, those look awesome. When I first saw the trailer and they showed that creepy uh, robot alien thing – I don't know much about Metroid, but it's a robot alien thing in my brain – um, my word that I wrote down was anxiety <laughs> because it's chasing you through the map or through the floor that you're on. And it's like really close to catching you the whole time. And it makes me feel like I'm in the silent realm all over again. And just my heart was pumping and I wasn't even playing it. So I can just imagine, um, if people are like me with video games like that, that they are just going to be losing their freaking marbles <laughs> when they're being chased by that thing. But it's still awesome, and it looks really good. It looks very polished. I didn't watch any of the play, uh, the gameplay of it, but um, from what I saw the, of the trailer, it looks very exciting. I'm like, I, I'm super excited for you, uh, Metroid fans out there. This was this was one of the greatest E3 moments that I can ever remember in like anything for anything. I would put Breath of the Wild wow. two up there. I would put uh, the initial reveal of Breath of the Wild up there. This this is up there for me. Like this was everything that I wanted. Um, I, I mean, not only is Metroid Five coming out, but like they just called it Metroid Dread, which is for anyone that's not really in on the Metroid loop. That that was like a game that was created or, or was started development about fifteen years ago and was actually canceled. But there there's been rumors of it kind of persisting ever since. A really good way to uh, to use a Zelda analogy here is it, it would be like. 
kind of like how everyone remembers that there was supposed to be a third Oracle game, but it never happened. But, you know, it just won't oh. die that people want to see that game. That's kind of like what Metroid Dread was to the Metroid series. Um, wow. So, like, the fact that they called it that was, like, so cool. You know, sometimes Nintendo could be pretty tone deaf, I think. And uh, this was one of the times where, man, they were just, like, they they listened and they knew exactly what we wanted and how we wanted it. And, God, this game looks so good. I could probably talk about this for forever. So I'm just going to say, uh, if you want to hear more Metroid talk, tune in to the Omega Metroid podcast. And you can hear four dudes gush about that over there. But, um, wow. yeah. this. Wait, I do have a question. Yeah. I have a question for you. Go. Because of how hyped you are for this. What was better, this Metroid reveal or the 2017 Breath of the Wild trailer? What? So that that's the greatest trailer of all time. The 2017 <laughs> Breath of the Wild trailer. That's the greatest trailer of I all time. I just mean the moment. I just mean the moment. Like, what what, what had you more... Uh, no, nothing, nothing beats that trailer. I, I have okay. nothing... I don't think anything could ever legitimately beat that trailer. Um, and and not enough. because... Like, there was just so much extra stuff, like real world stuff mixed into that game and like you know with the nx and failure of the wii u and transition of zelda from from traditional if you will to breath of the wild open world uh yeah that that was just a magical moment in time but th this is pretty awesome man i'm not gonna lie that was up there i can't wait for you to play super metro that's gonna be on champions cast twitch um Woo. Oof, let's talk about some other games that were announced uh why don't we why don't we do this, Al? Uh, I'll go down the list, and I'll name you some games. You can give me a reaction, and if I missed any at the end, you can throw some in there, and uh, and we can talk about those, too. What say you? I think that sounds like a plan. All right, let's 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 talk about a game that I don't think anybody is excited for except for me, but I'm going to try again here. I, <laughs> I was excited to see Advance Wars. This game looked cool to me. It's basically like Fire Emblem with tanks. Uh, I, I really enjoyed Advance Wars back in the day on my Game Boy Advance in 2001, so I'm really excited to see it remade. It's got that same charming kind of, like, Facebook game-looking aesthetic to it that I, I don't know, I think it's charming. I feel like every single person I've talked to is just like, eh, but by God, I'm excited for this. I'm, I'm glad you're excited, and I'll, I'll use my same, po like, positive way of saying that i don't really care <laughs> but <laughs> i mean it looks cute um and it it's something that i know like some of my friends would be into i think my dad would actually really like it um but it's definitely not something that i'm gonna get into or buy and uh or watch anybody oh play. man <laughs> i'm trying to be nice about it but i mean it did look it did look kind of cool it looks like a cool mobile game for switch Tell me how you really feel. I'm excited for it. I, I don't care what anybody says. Um, all right, Mario and Rabbids. This game looks awesome, I feel like. I, I, I honestly, I feel like Mario and Rabbids is, like, one of the most underrated Switch games. Because, like, you see the Rabbids and you just... It's so easy to dismiss them because it's, like, you know, they look... They're, they're basically, like, the video game equivalent of Minions, but it was man it was such a fun tactical rpg and the donkey kong expansion was fun i'm i'm super jazzed for this this is an outer space we could see samus show up or like i don't know uh a klingon or something this looks hype this looks good a, 
Uh, yeah, that I I definitely did like the look of that one, and I was saying earlier that um, I have the first game, and I did enjoy playing it. I never finished it, but it was a lot of fun to play um, with my brother. And when I was looking at this one, I thought it looked better. Like the graphics look a little bit more uh, like polished yeah. and like sharper, and the colors look a little bit more vibrant, which is hard to say because like it's already such a vibrant, colorful game. Um, and it looks like it's going to be funny and it has some good comedy and, you know, some good playthroughs. So I can see, I could totally see myself and my brothers playing this or, you know, anybody from the ZD gang playing, playing this with them. I think that looks like a lot of fun. Uh, let's go down the list and, uh, get to Tony Hawk coming to Nintendo Switch. That's pretty cool. I'm super excited about that. This is like, this is nostalgia for me. This is what me and my brothers used to play um, when we were growing up. And um, I don't know why. I have no interest in skateboarding whatsoever, but <laughs> it was still a fun game to play. And um, I'm super excited that they're, that it like looks really good, remastered and all that kind of stuff, and that they put actual time into a game like that and that it's coming out on the switch i think that's really cool i think it actually has a pretty good fan base oh yeah like i think everybody played tony hawk back in the day either on their uh, n64 on their playstation that was like a that was a big game for our generation i I feel like that was kind of directly responsible in a lot of ways for like i don't know about you but when i was in high school like like tons of people were were skaters or whatever right like i feel like tony hawk played uh played a good part in that so i I don't know i don't know that i'll pick this game up maybe if it's on sale for like a couple bucks i'll I'll go and grab it but i'm happy that it's uh that it's coming to switch yeah sounds like a fun time actually i i'm i know my brothers will be pretty excited when i finally tell them (laughs) uh let's talk about something that i i don't know what the heck is going on here shin megami tensei 5 is coming to nintendo switch people are i guess pretty hyped about this i've never played any uh any Shin Megami Tensei game. I feel like I didn't even say that right. This looks like bonkers RPG anime. Uh, but you know what? I, I kind of dig that actually. So I don't know. A, a perverse side of me is just like, you know what? You should just buy this because it, it looks so absurd. And like, I I love I love JRPGs. And I love a good like 100 hour grind fest when I'm in the right mood for one. So this could be something that mm. maybe, uh, maybe isn't my alley. It looks like bonkers i didn't know what was going on they devoted a lot of time to this in the middle of the show so yeah i this one this one i'm interested in yeah i mean i know nothing about these games but i wonder you know how big the fan base is that they that they put a lot of time into these games and uh you know like you said put a lot of time into showcasing it at e3 it definitely looks pretty interesting you like fuse with a demon or something and you became you become like a bigger demon or whatever and um (laughs) and then there's like other demons around that you could befriend while you're fighting them and then you could fuse them together and it just was kind of cool because i got a very like mix of pokemon and digimon kind of going and i was like who doesn't like that that's that's pretty cool so um i liked what i was seeing i don't know if i'll buy it right away i think i was like decided on giving it some time maybe six months to a year see if it goes on sale and buying it then if it's if it's like something that I still have interest in at the at the time, but I probably won't get it right away. That's fair. I, I don't think I would either, to be fair. Um, let's keep on going down the list. WarioWare is coming to Nintendo Switch, and I feel like I've never been a big WarioWare guy. 
because it was on like the Game Boy Advance and stuff like that. And I I just never connected with it. I, I always liked like the old school Wario Land games. But, you know, I, I feel like this is one where if like if I have like enough friends that are, you know, that are maybe getting this, I could, you know, I, I could see myself maybe picking it up if uh, if a lot of the ZD crew had got Mario or WarioWare and wanted to do like a game night or something, maybe. Yeah, and it, it looks kooky and just goofy. Um, I definitely wouldn't ever play it by myself. Uh, but, you know, if we're having a good time and we're, you know, popping some bubbly, just uh, hanging out or whatever with friends or with the ZD crew, I would I would be down to play it. I'm not sure how much it's going to cost or if it's going to be worth the cost. But, um, yeah, and I saw some people on Twitter, like, super stoked about it. So I'm glad for them. It's not up my alley personally, but it still looks kind of funny and uh, goofy. Uh, let's keep on going down. So I actually uh, kind of messed this up earlier because I thought that it was only DLC, but apparently this is a new game, and you can tell how much attention I was paying. Uh, we got a new Mario Party game coming out, and I guess it's uh, it's like the top 100 mini games or something, and there's five different maps. I don't. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I think Mario Party like basically died to me back in like the the n64 <laughs> area so or, so i'm not like i'm not super hyped on this uh i definitely won't get it but i don't know i'm, I'm sure that there's fans of mario party out there yeah i mean i've only ever played mario party i get togethers with friends um i don't even play it with my brothers or anything because we're more like we like mario kart that sort of thing um but it does look like a fun time, like a good family fun time. I could see a lot of uh, parents getting it to play with their kids. Um, I also thought it was a DLC because uh, there was a Mario Party that came out a little while ago, I think 10 or something. So I also thought it was a DLC, um, and I didn't know that it was its own whole thing. I, it's called Superstars, so I guess that makes sense. Yep. Um, but yeah, it still looks fun. It looks colorful and vibrant and like you would have a good time playing with your siblings or with your pals, but I'm not going to be uh, putting money into this game personally. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, you know, I feel like, yeah, I feel like you played one Mario Party game. You, you've kind of played them all, unfortunately. You played yeah. them all, yeah. Um, Mario Golf was shown off for a split second here. I'm not sure that they showed off anything new, but you know, I've seen a surprising amount of people be like really, really hyped for Mario Golf, so... This, this is kind of in that WarioWare category where, like, I, I wouldn't buy it myself, but, like, if I knew enough people that that were into it, uh, I would consider picking it up, you know? Yeah. It's kind of odd, but I, I think I saw somebody um, earlier on our stream say that it's, like, the highlight game of the year, which I don't, I don't wow. understand. Wow. Um, it's, like... It's just there's a plethora of Mario sports games out there that are fun. Actually, you know who would like this game is probably my brother-in-law. He would he would like Mario Golf. He's a he's a big time golfer, so I think he would enjoy it. But I'm not gonna buy it for him. <laughs> uh, okay, Life is Strange. I know that you were excited about that. I played the first one. It's yeah. pretty good. Um, I'm happy that they're coming over to Switch. Yeah, I'm super excited because I've never played these games, but I've heard great things about them. I don't um, participate in the other uh, console wars stuff going on. I mostly am just like, okay, I can only justify buying one console, and so I stick to Nintendo. Uh, so I'm super excited that these games are coming to the Switch because I've always heard great things about it. I've always wanted to play it. And then they have a new one coming out. What is it, like True Colors or something that looks pretty great? Yeah. 
and I'm excited to get into it. I hear the story is like really good. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very cool game. I like I said, I only played the first one, but it's uh, it's kind of like those um, those Telltale games that are like interactive stories almost, and uh, you know yeah, they're they're okay. cool. I like those. Yeah. I like those. I'm excited for that one. Um, all right, last game I have on my list here, and then we can get to any that uh, that I may have missed uh, is Super Monkey Ball. I'm excited about that. <laughs> all you old schoolers out there, uh, I know that you're happy. Yeah, I uh, earlier said that I had no idea what this is, and Andy lost his marbles. So I, <laughs> I've never seen this before, and I and it's 20 years old. So I don't Un- know what that says about unbelievable, me, but unbelievable. I, <laughs> it looks really cute. I'll, I'll say that it is giving me Sonic vibes, so that's fun. But I seriously, I've never seen it before. Well, it's made by Sega, so that's you know that's appropriate. Um, is there any games that I missed, Al, or, or should we talk about Smash Bros? Um, not that I can think of that was, like, a super big standout to me. They had a lot of little things, like worms. Um, the Astria Ascending looked kind of cool. Don't know if I'd get it, though. Just Dance 2022, that's obviously a highlight oh, of, the end of this year. Um, a big top seller game for <laughs> the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, Monster Hunter Stories that they sort of just glossed over. But other than that, um, yeah, those were some of the small stuff. Everything else that we covered is pretty big name. And, yeah. All right, let's talk about Smash. Oof. You sound so excited. So, <laughs> I, I actually just got finished arguing on Omega Metroid about uh, this about this character. Because I thought, listen, I know that there are people out there that are excited that i i don't even know what this character's name is people i've been told this character's name like eight times today and i can't remember it um but (laughs) so some guy from tekken is coming to smash that is just like a fart in church that that's what this is it I, i was i was like are you serious like who is this guy we need another fighting game character and and so the argument was like yeah well now you can have all these great fighting series together like now you have buddy from tekken what what is this guy's name allison can you look this up while i'm ranting so now you have no i have it written uh, down what what is it it's kazuya okay now you have you have kazuya kazuya okay you have kazuya from tekken in smash bros and and dak my co-host on omega metroid was like yeah, that's so cool. Now you have Kazuya from Tekken, and you have Street Fighter, and you have and I and, and you know what? I you're King of Fighters, and I was like, okay, you know what would actually be cool? Maybe if you went for like some big fighting game franchises, like maybe throw in Sub Zero or Scorpion, you know? Maybe maybe well, throw yeah. in uh, uh, Ivy from Soul Calibur or Nightmare. Like those are those are fighting game franchises. This was just like. I, I I just I watched it and then it starts off too like so cool because it's like he's carrying Ganondorf and you could tell that it's Smash Bros Ganondorf and you're like oh this is sick maybe it's a Zelda character and then it just it it pans up to this old guy and he just throws Ganondorf into Mount Doom and then does the same thing with Captain Falcon and like every other Smash character the only character that you actually want to see die is Kirby and he's the one that lives so go figure um, I, I was just like, what, Ugh. what is this? Tekken has no history with Nintendo. I think there was one Tekken game for the Wii U. Um, I, I just, I don't feel like it's a beloved fighter at all, at least to me. I'm sure that there are people out there that disagree. 
Uh, ugh, yeah, this this was this was rough. This reminded me of when Link was in Soul Calibur 2 for the GameCube and Spawn was in Soul Calibur 2 for Xbox and then it was like uh Hitachi or whatever the hell his name is was the was the Tekken guy for the PlayStation 2 version of Soul Calibur 2. This same underwhelming feeling that I had then I feel now. I mean, it's fair to have that feeling. I I get what you mean. I think um I think at this point, I just feel like all the decisions are starting to sound odd for the characters that they're putting in Smash. Um, in like, not making too much sense at all. Uh, I understand that, you know, this is an old-school fighting game. There are going to be a lot of fans out there who are super excited about it. I did recognize him right off the bat because, I you know, I, from, I spend time on the internet. I see stuff, so... Like, I, I noticed him, and I was like, okay, well, that's fine. But I wasn't super excited. It wasn't who I wanted it to be, even though mine was a long shot. It wasn't who Andy wanted it to be, who actually made quite a bit of sense. But, um, yeah, it was a little underwhelming. But at this point, I'm just like, they they keep choosing these odd characters. Like, Sephiroth was cool, but the last few have just been strange to me that... You know, I don't have any feelings towards them, so maybe I just am not that excited about them, and they just feel blah. Yep. Like, I, I know we were talking earlier, Andy, and I said that Steve from Minecraft doesn't make any sense, because I'm not a Minecraft fan. But, you know, at, at, at least... that was a good... At least <laughs> Minecraft is like... that. That's like the best-selling game of all time. It's got like 200 million copies sold. Like, at least that makes sense. Hi. And like, I, like, I don't like Minecraft either, but at least that makes sense. This, this jabroni from Tekken... Uh, whatever. You know what? I'm sure that there are people out there that are happy. What is this guy's name again? <laughs> I'm sure that there are Kazia fans out there that are that are pounding their desk right now. But like, I don't know, man. This one, uh, this is probably the worst Smash reveal uh, that I can remember in a long time. Do we have how many characters do we have left? One. One. Yeah. One. So they, what are they going to do? Like, they have to make this last one huge, because I don't think they're going to do more. I, I still think it could be Master Chief, actually. I think that that's possible. Master Chief. I know people are saying Sora. Uh, I don't know. Well. Interesting. Another Final Fantasy VII character would be kind of cool. I think that'd be, I think that'd be a little bit of uh, overkill. That might be too much. Um, overkill? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think Fire so. Emblem was overkill. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> let's not even go there let's talk about uh one last thing before we get out of here al and that is something that we did not see and that was something that the entire internet was ablaze for for i was gonna say the last couple weeks but it seems like just forever um we did not see the switch pro just as i predicted the nintendo was very specific saying that they were only going to show software and software was all that they showed by god um i i don't know man i feel like the more time that goes by that we do not see this Switch Pro, the more and more convinced I am that the Switch Pro is not what we think it is. I think that the Switch Pro is actually just the next Nintendo console. So, like, um, I think that this, this supposed Switch Pro is actually, like, the PlayStation 5 to the Switch's PlayStation 4, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? I think that we're all yeah. thinking it's going to be like an upgraded kind of like, kind of like when PlayStation released like the PS4 Pro and it was uh, higher power graphics and all the extra terabytes and flippity flops and blah, blah, blahs. 
I don't think that's what this is. I, I think at this point, this is just like, this is the new Switch, and it's going to be, uh, you know, the next Nintendo console. So I, I think I think that's what this is. I think that, uh, I don't know, I think we're just doomed to talk about it until we actually see it, which could be, who knows, years away. So many people are saying that it was imminent. Uh, and tons of people are wrong about it, so seems like one of those things that won't yeah. die. Yeah, and I think it's a fair assumption that, you know, all these rumors that we're hearing of all these new pieces being made or whatever could be for the next console. I was under the impression that we were probably going to see Switch Pro at E3. Um, and usually um, I don't buy into rumors online very often just because, you know, a lot of them are not very accurate. But there was one that kind of seemed like it had some stock. And it was like a, a trade-in deal that GameStop was doing this week, which may, would make sense because it's E3 week. And basically you could trade in for a new, uh, this is probably not the right word, verbiage, but like a new Nintendo Switch, which would make sense. It's not too far from the realm of reality that that's what it would be called because we've had the new 3DS. So I was like, you know what, that makes kind of sense. So I'm wondering if that's what we're going to see. We didn't see that. Um, you're probably right. We're probably thinking that of or hearing about um, the next gen console for Nintendo, their next big thing. I still think it's going to be Switch like, just because the Switch is doing so well and the concept of the Switch itself is doing so well. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to branch too far off, but you know they'll have enough changes that it'll be the next big thing. It'll be awesome. And this only confirmed that I can go ahead and buy new Joy-Con because I was waiting to see if I needed to buy a Switch Pro instead. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I think that so Nintendo typically when they make a new console they just like completely blow everything up and do something different. Um, whereas like yeah. PlayStation and Xbox just basically make more power powerful versions of the console that they already have and like that's the new console. So like I think that I think that you're absolutely right. Like the next Switch console or like the next Nintendo console is basically going to be the Switch but higher powered. Kind of like, let's yeah. say, let's call it like the leap from the NES to the SNES. I think that's very similar to what we're going to see with the next Switch console. Because, yeah, that concept is is so strong. So, yeah. Yeah, it's doing very well. Um, oof, What an E3. Al, uh, before we get out of here, let's uh, let's put a bow on this. What, what grade would you give this E3? Um, I personally, like, now that I've had a couple hours to think about it, um, I still think that the last Direct we had from Nintendo, the one that came, that was the first after 500 and some odd days, was so powerful. Like, they had the music going and pumping, they had me caring about games that I don't care about, and super excited the whole time. So that was, like, I gave that one, like, a B plus. I think the only reason that this one's getting pushed over it is because they gave us something to hold us over for Breath of the Wild 2 for the next however many months. Um, so I'm going to give this one an A-, minus, just solely because of Breath of the Wild 2 just pushed it over the edge. Yeah, um, this one, I'm going to stick with an A- minus as well. Um, man, th this, this was really a, a two-game show to me. This was Metroid and this was Breath of the Wild 2. Um, the rest of it was, was all solid, but there was no like standouts, but man, those two moments, Metroid and Breath of the Wild 2 were, were absolutely awesome. 
I do feel like I, it would have been an A plus for me if if we just would have got a little bit more on Breath of the Wild two. But obviously that is uh, you know coming down in the future, so we'll have to uh, we'll have to pay attention to that. Um, but yeah, I uh, I think I would give it an A minus. So really great show overall. And like I said, uh, we are going to be we're going to be back next week, and we're going to have like a detailed like breakdown frame by frame analysis of that trailer and we're going to take some fan questions so you know we want to hear uh what you guys have to say uh let us know over on discord let us know over on twitter allison anything else you want to say about the direct before we get out of here i'm so happy (laughs) i i'm pretty happy with what we saw today it was very exciting I, once again, Nintendo did it while I was at work, so I didn't do anything for the rest of the day. And, um, yeah, I'm really glad that we got something for Breath of the Wild 2, even though I didn't think it was going to happen. Even though I didn't believe, I'm still glad that I was wrong. I'm so glad that you were wrong, too. I can't wait for you to play Super Metroid. You're going to play Super Metroid on the Champions Cast Twitch, which is where we are going to be next week for Linktober Creator Con. Come win some prizes with us. Guess that Zelda tune. Watch Zelda Dungeon take on Zelda Universe and see if you can be both of us and win yourself some prizes and some swag. Uh, once again, congratulations to Helios, who won our Champions Cast t-shirt giveaway for uh, following the Champions Cast over on Twitch. Uh, I'm really excited for what we got coming down the pipe here. And it's going to be a busy, busy couple months, but we're going to enjoy every little bit of the ride. Um, that is it. We are going to get out of here, guys. Make sure that you are tuning in over on Twitch and following us over on Twitter at Spateri316, at Allison Aletha, and uh, subscribing over on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure that you tell that Zelda fan in your life where they can get their weekly Zelda fix. Until next week, everybody, we are out of here. Happy E3, and we will talk to you next week.